Today is Monday, May 25th, 2020, a.k.a. Memorial Day, and you're listening to Corona Toast. <laughs> uh. Hello out there in TV land. Welcome to another episode of Corona Toes, brought to you by me, Juan Huevos, the guy by himself in his house going crazy making a podcast. Our guest today is a absolute fucking rock star and should be treated as such at all times. Her name is Missy Thangs, and she is Le Doudou, and we are very happy, and by we, I mean me, and by me, I mean I, to have her on the podcast today. How's your quarantine going? Awesome, I hope. Oh, me? Mine? Mine's going just swell. Nah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's chill. It's chill. Some cool stuff has happened uh, because of Corona Toast. For example, uh, I was clearly rejected on a dating site because of it. Um, a friend of mine... Uh, who was a guest on the show, had their uh, DMs slid into and um, got themselves in a squishy, slick situation. Uh, my friend's dad is apparently uh, really into the show, or at least really into me, so that part's cool. Um, I'm basically just living off chicken wings and steamed broccoli, you know, getting my snack on, aka looking like a snack. Because all I do is basically do pull-ups and core exercises while watching Riverdale Season 4. I checked in with Baking Spectacular guest Phono one to see what he had going on in the baking world, and he told me he was currently waiting for some rye bread to proof. So that's something that we all have to look forward to. Um, Phono one getting his rye bread on. Shout out to Greggy Boy, uh, my homeboy Greg Barbera. We've been doing a little thing where he rides his bike and I jog next to him, feeling like Rocky, feeling cocky. Usually after a mile or two, uh, he parks the bike and then he busts out a uh, chicken and has me chase the chicken. Uh, usually I have a really hard time catching the chicken. My mask falls off. You know, anybody who's in the area has a good laugh. And then ideally some eggs get laid along the way and then we give uh, the eggs to the people and then resume resume our, our exercise. Shout out to Alex Mayolo. He was mentioned in the Phono one episode. I saw him on the trail as well. Did a little jogging next to him on his bicycle as well. Uh, it's always cool to see people you know when you're out in the world these days because you're never really out in it for very long, ideally. So uh, it's cool to see some people out uh, living their best lives as best they can. Almost died on my motorcycle today, but don't really want to tell you all the circumstances of that because some people might chastise me, so, you know, fuck it. But I'm still here, so don't worry. Corona Toast uh, podcast isn't going anywhere. 
This is the first time that I'm actually just roasting in my house as I do one of these intros. I had to cut the air off because, you know, I don't like to have the air in the background because it's just another sound I got to worry about editing out later uh, using my, my cool plugins, you know, my audio repair joints. But uh, boy, let me tell you, it is hot in here. It's so hot that I'm scared to take a shit because the water in the toilet is boiling. <laughs> Speaking of bathrooms, it's so hot that I had to store my record collection in the bathtub. I'm so hot that I'm sweating shotgun shells. It's so hot, I just ate flaming Hot Cheetos and got hypothermia. It's so hot that it feels like I'm in hell and hell is in Phoenix, Arizona, and Phoenix is in a furnace, and that furnace is in my ass. <laughs> and now, without further ado, I'd like to bring to the stage the one, the only, you know her, you love her, Missy Got about an inch to the top of the pan with these with the beans, beans and, and rice. rice. Are you still working with on the, the beans and the rice? Red beans. No, no, it's good. It's it's simmering now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna walk away and leave them on the stove, though. Yeah, simmering for the next uh, two and a half hours. And I think they'll be all right. How, uh, I'm sure they'll be okay. But I know with me, as a person who does things like you know leave the stove on or turn the wrong turn the wrong burner on. Uh, I just have a paranoia about things simmering, so I feel like I would be checking it like every five minutes anyway. You know, how they're mean, like, turn it yeah. down to low and put the lid on and, and just just chill, just leave. I'm like, no way. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll I'll be checking in on it. <laughs> are you? Um, I, I, I think. Are you outside? Are you inside? Outside USA? Yeah, yeah, I'm outside. Are you just in the okay? yard, like twirling around, like the sound of music? Yeah, can you hear the ice cream man in the background? No, I can't. I wish I could actually. Uh, like the yeah. scary like ice cream man song. Oh, they're here every every afternoon this time for about an hour. There's an apartment complex near us, and and they always cruise over there. And the kids all come running out and stuff. I don't know. I don't. I've never seen the truck before, but I've been hearing it uh, this time of day outside every day from spring to fall for the last like five years wow i can't <laughs> see seen it. you know how like uh, well maybe it's all in your head then huh no no well sometimes i think so because i hear christmas songs like i've heard <laughs> it, 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 no no away in the manger and i'm not kidding and i'm like away in the manger come on coming from the come ice cream on. man yes hmm Maybe the ice cream man is Jesus. <laughs> you know how like Elvis is a construction worker or somewhere. I can see somewhere. like some metaphors there. Yeah, you know? sure, sure, totally. I mean, the the um the ice cream truck could kind of be like his manger, you know, and he could like <laughs> sleep sleep in the back of it when he's not working. It's nice and cool. No you know. crib for a babe. Oh. <laughs> the thing that's scary about the the ice cream truck is I feel like 
what with the ice cream truck is the parents they give the kids the money. You know, you're like, here's three dollars, go get a fucking whatever, go get a, a red rocket or whatever, whatever you call <laughs> call some sorry, of those. I think that's uh, something else. <laughs> I know, but you know what I'm talking about. There's the, there's like like do you remember? Because um, I feel like we're uh, similar age. Do you remember when I used to go to the ice cream truck? They always had those things that was like it was like a big foot, but like it looked like a foot. And then there was like yeah. a, a, gu- oh, yeah, a gumball yeah. for the big toenail. Yeah, <laughs> I used to, I I remember those from the water park. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there was that one. There's that classic one that like I guess that it's works. a popsicle that's like red, white, and blue. That's what I was thinking yeah, of when yeah, I said yeah. the oh, red yeah, rocket. Yeah. The, the, is it? <laughs> yeah, yikes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the uh, rocket sickle. <laughs> I I. Uh, I loved them, but I cannot remember what it's called for. But it's definitely not called the Red Rock. <laughs> were the were the three colors um, different flavors, or was it all the same? Uh, that's a really good question. Oh my god! I think I hear I, it. I think I hear the truck now. Oh my god! I can't hear it. I hear birds chirping. But... It's playing um, Jingle Bells. Oh my god! That is one weird. horse open sleigh. That's really weird. Yeah, away in the manger is coming up. As soon as it gets to it, I'm gonna try and see. If you yeah, can just hear run it. over there. Shit, get some ice cream while we're uh, <laughs> while we're on the phone. That would be dope. This could be the first you know like what? action podcast. Usually people are just at home fid- fidgeting and stuff, but I'm like, yo, Missy's on the like, she's on the fucking street right now. I'm on the street. <laughs> Missy's from the I block. Mean- I mean, that would be pretty, that would be pretty exciting. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, keep that in your back pocket if you feel so, uh, so inclined. Um, okay. I'll Venmo you five bucks to get some ice cream. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the budget. It's in the Corona it's, Toast it's, budget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone with Missy Thangs. You do have, much like me, you do have a real name. Um, it's like, I don't even know it. I mean, I know it, but it's like... <laughs> It's like it doesn't exist to me. Like, do people, I guess people in your life, they call you Aaron, right? I mean, people call you that, right? Um, only a few people call me that. Yeah, it's weird. I feel I feel icky, like, even just saying it because it just is so for, well, the, foreign the, to me. <laughs> you know, a few, the, there, I have a few uh, friends who sort of angrily call me that because – you know they they are so annoyed that I go by Missy. Oh, they do it they in knew they do it in protest, right? right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they just knew me as Aaron, and they just I think it's probably a personality type thing. Some people just don't care, and and uh, that's fine. I I don't think anything about it. It just is what it is. Yeah, it is what <laughs> it know? is. Yeah. Some people find it incredibly annoying. Um, I have a few friends. Um, who there's a lot of crossover. So they, they, you know, uh, hear me called Missy and they call me Aaron and that's just what it is, you know, but, um, for people who don't really know me or kind of know me or just see me around every once in a while and saw Rebecca on Facebook for a long time. Oh my God. That's right. People were so mad. They were like, I still run into people. Well, uh, I, before, before the quarantine, I, I would run into people occasionally that would, Call me Rebecca. And I'd be like, excuse me? God, I forgot about that. That's like that's like the OG name, right? That's like uh, no, no, I've never well that's that's yeah, that's the OG name. That's the birth name. Right. But you've always even as a little kid, you preferred Aaron. Well, n- no, I, I don't think I 
I mean, I just, you know, my parents, they called me Aaron. Uh, I'm named after Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers. Holy shit, that's dope. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar. Um, when I lived in, first of all, I loved uh, Buck Rogers. That woman yeah, was, was mega hot even before I like knew babes were hot. Her and um, Elizabeth McGovern from uh, Bewitched oh, yeah. were like yeah. my jams. But um, Nice, classic. That uh, school, the private school I went to in LA when I was a kid, our drama teacher was good friends with Gil Gerard, who played Buck oh Rogers. So oh, he yes. came to uh, wow. to campus a couple times. I have a yearbook with a picture of, of him in there. What? Um, yeah. So oh, you have to do a follow up to this pod with that photo. Oh yeah. No, sure. I'll I'll uh, I'll post that um, in the in the uh, trailer when I uh, go on Great. the gram. Great. I got to see that to promote this. But um, dude, Aaron Gray. Okay, that's dope. But you were Rebecca Aaron by right. on, on well, paper. Yeah, Rebecca Aaron on paper. Yeah, Rebecca's a family name. I'm the third, you know, if if we could do a, a legacy. You're Rebecca mood, Aaron you know. the third? Well, I'm, it's Rebecca Ray, Rebecca Joe, and then Rebecca Aaron. Damn, Rebecca Ray sounds kind of dope. That sounds like a modern uh, day. Her name is Rebecca uh, Ray like, Robinson. Shut up. An, an incredible name, right? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah my, my grandmother, Rebecca Ray Robinson. That, was that nice. a was that a nod to Sugar Ray Robinson? I mean, <laughs> did they like boxing? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Or was that like before? I don't, I don't know. even know how That's far a, back we're going. Uh, no, that was about. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, my grandmother was pretty young when she passed away. I, th I think I don't think so. But that, that's kind of sweet to think about. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I always feel weird when. Um, like people, a lot of people um, on this show, for some reason on the show, everybody calls me John, but I'm like, it always feels weird when somebody calls me John, I feel, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people just call me call you Juan. Juan. Yeah, call me Juan yeah, or call me yeah. Wavos or J Waves. I mean, people love, you know, my, my nickname's nickname, uh, so to speak. But, you know, my whole yeah. identity pretty much at this point in time is based around you know, being Juan Huevos. I mean, that's who I am. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny though. Tell me if you do this. So sometimes when I feel like as Juan Huevos, there's, I, I, I almost like, uh, it's almost like I can blame stuff on Juan Huevos. You know, I could be like, oh, well, that's just, you know, I'm just doing the character, you know, I'm just doing the thing. Or, or you know, I'll be like, oh, Juan Huevos, it's like an extension of me. But at this point, it's pretty much me. But then sometimes I feel like when I'm doing something like this and like maybe if I go a little too far with something that I'm saying, I can be like, oh, well, that's just part of the that's just part of it. That, that's just me doing Juan Huevos, you know, that's not that's not real or whatever. I mean, do you ever are you ever able to like fall back on your name to like get out of a situation or like no, that? no, no, <laughs> no, no, uh, maybe maybe 10 years ago I thought so subconsciously, but I I, uh, I think I figured all that out <laughs> you can't you can't do that man <laughs> i know I, I i don't really feel like i do but i there are times when i feel like i'm like i might have to like let somebody down easy and i can be like oh I'm just, no that was just that was just one that was just the one wifo's <laughs> character that wasn't really that wasn't really me but yeah it was it was probably really me if if i had more time <laughs> i would have found a clip and i honestly i had plenty of time it's more like i just didn't remember i <laughs> 
All right, this is like the one thing I wanted to do for the show. Uh, I wanted to get that clip of Andy McDowell saying Missy Thangs in Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember exactly what she says, but, you know, that's the only I, it's the only place I've ever heard that uttered other than in relation to you. Um, but I know it's something, it's like some vernacular that people used, right? Like people have said, and that's yeah. where, it, where it came from. Like, oh, you're just being a little Missy Thangs, ain't you? Or like, yeah, use it. Can you yeah. use Missy Thangs in a sentence for us? Oh, not talking well, about I mean, yourself, but just like, did I say it right? Yeah, Would it I be mean, like that? Like, I mean, oh, aren't you just a little Missy Thangs? <laughs> <laughs> My, I mean, my mom would just be like, go over and get that for me, Missy. Okay. You know, okay. That's how you might say it. You would probably use things if like, uh, you know, maybe they were acting up. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she straight up says it. I might, I might take the time and find the clip and put it in post <laughs> because I just remember hearing it and being like, oh my God, like, is that where it's from? You know, it would just be like, yeah. I suppose I mean, somebody... it would be like, and she just being a little Missy thing. Yeah, I like it. Maybe, maybe I could do some research on uh, on where that originated from. I'll put that uh, I'll put that in the show notes. I'll write like a like a one page paper um, <laughs> about it. I'm loving these birds chirping in the background. It's some nice atmosphere. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, we uh, keep the bird feeder full here in the backyard to keep the dog happy. <laughs> oh, to give your dog something to watch. Yeah, yeah, she likes to, you know scatter all the birds and chase the squirrels and she's a oh she just turned around and looked at me like the squirrel does someone say squirrel is your squirrel? dog still like non-stop action 24 hours yes. a day okay and yes. how old is I your mean, dog I just, now I've, uh almost five years old i just threw the frisbee at least 50 times since we started talking so this is she's an australian shepherd uh she's a border collie they're border like, collie. they're cousins yeah okay yeah, they're very, um, because, very active dogs. Yes, fucking crazy. Yeah, My buddy, uh, Hank, Hank, uh, a.k.a. Uh, said Deep, a.k.a. Yeah. Miles Davis, a.k.a. Uh, Henry Jerome Stockard V, um, he had an Australian Shepherd puppy. And I usually, I'd say like eight times out of ten, I, I like dogs. But this dog was a fucking lunatic. And yeah, I, I hated they get it. Crazy. I, it was too much. It was too much. And uh, yeah, they had to get rid of it. They had a new baby and they just could not could not deal with the dog it was it was insane you know those dogs were like you're just sitting in the living room and maybe there's like a like a pass-through so basically the dog can run in a circle you know in and out of the room but like in a continuous circle and yeah, it's just like that. just run yeah okay right on right on right on, right on. I, I you know the baby does that too uh so i you know i, I much just, at a much slower pace though i assume I, I don't know i marvel is your baby running is your baby running oh now? yeah oh yeah i mean so eight, how old how old is your baby? 18 months. Oh, wow. Okay. When do they start walking? Uh, it, you know, it really varies. Um, you know, they're like little snowflakes. Um, I, I saw a note that my stepdad walked at four months. I was like, that's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I saw it. It was written in pencil. I was like, somebody, somebody wrote that in there. Oh, that's a forgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she started walking about a year. Okay. Oh, so yeah. she's been doing it for for a minute now. So it's does, yeah, is it yeah. running? Is it jogging? It's like that I fast mean, baby waddle. You know, it's not this beautiful thing. And they, you know, she has bruises all over her legs from falling all the time. Like nobody, you know, you you think of it as this like achievement, and it, I guess it really is. But you know, it's it's 
it's messy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, she's her, so she it's her nickname, Messy Things. It's yeah, she yeah. Actually, it's my uh, my homie uh, 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 Jeff Chapel, Junus Beef Month from the Love Language. It's his birthday today, and he calls her Messy Things. No so shit. shout out to him. Yeah. yeah, word up, word up. Um, yeah. Does she ever? Does she ever ride the dog? <laughs> I mean, she gets away with a lot with our dog, but I, I don't think that would, I don't think that fly. <laughs> okay. You can maybe get like a, like a little saddle or something. I feel like <laughs> that would be dope. Um, it would be. Here's something I want to ask you. So people are, uh, you know, there's been all this freaking out about toilet paper. Um, I still, I mean, people are still talking about toilet paper, not with quite the intensity they were perhaps a month ago, but it still seems to be a hot topic. But what I was thinking about um, just a few minutes ago, I actually was taking a shit at the time, but I was thinking about, <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't know. I thought that'd be funny if I said that. It was true, but. I, you know, I mean, at our house, like poo poo comes up all the time. I, I just didn't think anything of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, De- yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, she took that. She took that surprisingly well. Um, <laughs> uh, but is, is, you know, baby, right. It's like babies. Like what about like diapers and baby wipes? Cause I imagine people panicked and, you know, yeah. bought those as well. Have you had a hard time finding that kind of stuff? You know, I had a, I had a weird exchange, uh, early in the month I was, uh, so uh, early, okay, so the very beginning of March, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours actually, uh, texted me and was like, I'm super freaked out about this virus. I just talked to somebody uh, who's a family friend from the CDC, and they said, this is going to be unlike anything the world's ever experienced. I'm so scared. I'm worried about you and the baby. And like, and I was kind of like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is like March. <laughs> this is like March fifth or something, you know? And I was like, what do you mean? And, uh, so I decided that like, I like three or four days later, I was like, oh, I better just go to Costco. My mom, my mom, uh, for, for a present gave us a Costco membership and you can get baby whites and diapers, just like mega loads for a really great price. So I was like, well, I better go get some toilet paper, some diapers and some baby wipes. And I went and I, you know, no, I mean, it just was, I guess it was like March 8th. It was really normal. I mean, you did seem like nothing was going down at, at this point. I mean, I still, I'm reflecting on those early days and just how quickly everything sort of tumbled into panic, but, uh, it was before the panic and I was leaving the store and this lady like looks at me and she like points to the, the baby wipes and she goes, great idea and like turns around and goes back in and I was kind of like I have a baby you know like I was like so apparently it kind of hits me to this whole thing where I guess a lot of people you know um went for baby wipes as backup for toilet paper and uh, for uh, are hand they flushable? Sanitation. I guess they're flushable no no I mean these thankfully they're plant-based but they're not flushable PSA, don't flush baby wipes down the drains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, that kind of hit me to this whole thing where, if, you know, because San, what is like hand spray, I mean, that was gone. I think that was like the first thing we ran out of yeah, in, in yeah. Wake County was like hand spray. So then baby wipes, I think, were, you know, they followed suit because, you know, 
there. When you say uh, hand spray, you mean you refer, oh, you're referring sorry. to hand sanitizer? Yeah, hand sanitizer. Is that what you call it in your house? Hand spray? <laughs> hand spray. <laughs> I don't get a lot of sleep. Yeah, what's with the hand spray? <laughs> uh, one of the reasons why I love talking to you, and this is already uh, present uh, in this conversation, is is you're just, you're obviously, you're very fun to talk to. We laugh a lot. Uh, you have a great <laughs> laugh and uh, I wanted to play a Ooh. clip. I have a clip uh, queued up here. I mentioned this to you. So I told you that when I, um, that when I interviewed uh, Stu McLamb that we mentioned you and I was like, Yo, you gotta, you gotta check out this part. So uh, I have that clip uh, queued up. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Okay. And what it is, is, and so the clip's about 26 seconds long. It's going to sound like it's going to stop. I mean, feel free to react to it along the way, but uh, it's about 26 <laughs> seconds long. But um, I, um, <laughs> this is from, I'm, I don't, I cut off the part that leads up to it. Basically, uh, there's a clip. It's still on YouTube. I was looking for like some clips to like torture Stu with. And there's um, <laughs> there's um, on YouTube uh, a KEXP performance oh. um, that y'all did. And so this is uh, in the very beginning. Okay, uh, here we go. You know, the only thing, I don't even give a fuck about that, but you know what I do want to comment on is that um, there's a break and um, Missy Thangs does this her classic <laughs> fucking laugh and you can just hear it hella quietly hear, and I sampled that. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that a couple more times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because there's just like this, this little moment of silence. You know, everybody's kind of mumbling and uh, I thought it was so great that, that your laugh like really stood out so clearly. Uh, in that moment, you know, it's so recognizable. It's so classic. So I had to, uh, I had to throw that clip in there. Gosh, I was so nervous. Um, that was, that was a relief. It wasn't, it didn't sound that bad to me. <laughs> oh, you saying, uh, you were nervous about what I was about to play? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then no. I was like, oh, it's my, you know, it's my, how is my laugh? Is it terrible? Oh, and I heard oh it and yeah. I like, right. Oh, that's right. not so terrible. No, no, it's a good one. I mean, dude, I, my laugh, like the uh, laugh that like really comes out, the one that's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like really bad. And I do it a lot. I do it a lot on, uh, on this podcast. And I feel kind of embarrassed when I do it. But, uh, you know, say, say la vie, I guess. Um, that's that's what I sound like. I can't really do anything about it. Just for me, because I don't truly know. I just would love, what is it that you do exactly? What is your job? You know, what is your title? But I, I would also like to know kind of how you fell, how you fell into that. And by far, I don't mean that you fell into it like you got lucky because you're obviously very talented at what you do. But how did you find yourself in this position? Um, well, you know, I call myself a producer and engineer. And that, that's what I would have called you, but I just wanted to hear it from from your mouth. I mean, yeah, I don't, it's fluid. You know, I mean, I did fall into it. I I had really given up on music after um, I, you know, I left the love language and then I uh, was playing with toddlers. And that's uh, for those who don't know, just a triangle band. Um, and then, you know, that fell apart and I was just kind of like fed up. I was like, I'm, I'm over music. I don't, I'm just tired of being in music. I want to get out of it. And um, I was actually hanging out with uh, Amanda Lindsay from Celeste Graham. And I just was telling, I was kind of ranting to her, just like telling her how I was just over it. 
And I guess she and Mitch talked about it and they were like, I just get this email that was like, hey, uh, I think you'd be perfect at the studio. Like, come try it out. So they basically took you in like a like a wee little orphan. <laughs> well, they I guess I, I don't you know, there were a lot of there are a lot of aspects to it. And I, you know, I don't want to cheapen it by shortening it up. But, uh, you know, I think just Amanda and Mitch thought it, you know, they didn't want to see me leave music and they. <laughs> think they both thought maybe I don't know I don't know they they just thought it that I would do well with the job which is awesome by the way that's that's an amazing amazing way to end <laughs> up uh doing something like that <laughs> yeah it, it was it was really good fortune I, I Amanda just really believed in me and and uh Mitch and I had worked together oh, right Mitch and I worked together with toddlers. We we were we recorded an album with him. So we had we we actually were out at the studio for almost three weeks. And um, and the studio that you're referring to is um is it the Fidelitorium? Fidelitorium or it's Fidelitorium. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is basically owned and run by Mitch Easter. Mitch Easter, who yeah. is famous yeah. for what? His work, well, he's, he's, uh, he's he a, is, he's a musician active. and a producer. He's, yeah. He's a, magi- ma- and he's a magician. And a magician. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know if that came out first. Yeah, he is a musician, producer, magician. Um, just a, just a real genius, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we were really excited. I found out about Fidelitorium through Alex Mayolo. And he took me out there for a project that he was doing. And I mean, I'll never, you know, I think a lot of people say this, but I never forget the first time I walked in that studio. It was like, it was actually pretty intimidating. It was just incredible. Even though I have an uh, engineering degree from UNCA, I hadn't used it in years and years. I'd kind of just sort of given up on it, you know, and um walking back in was like really incredible. And so when I was in toddlers, we decided to track our album at Fidelitorium with Mitch. And, um, yeah, that's, so that's how I got to know him. And so he had, he had a little context, you know, in, in working with me. So it, it was, it was really special. It, it was, I did fall into it. I was just about to say, I was going to use the word special too. And I, I've already forgot the sentence I was about, um, to say, but <laughs> I, I was going to say, well, well, you're a really special person and y'all must've obviously, uh, you know, had a little, a little connection there. You know, I also think that you, um, you know, I don't know if this is just one of those sort of like association things, but I feel like once you started working there, the amount of local bands like uh you know you almost became like a selling point i think because so many people ever since you started working there i just keep seeing more and more bands going out there and doing albums out there i'm always like super yeah. like happy slash envious when i see like pictures of people partying with you because it's like always my friends you know like i always know like at least one person <laughs> yeah. at least one person in the band and it's like uh you know you've become such a a part of that um it's pretty awesome too, you know. I'm like, God, I wish I had some shit. That, like, I wish I had. A, I wish I had an excuse to go out there and like record <laughs> something, you know. Like, it doesn't I make any sense for that, me, John. but like, oh my God, it would be so cool. But I really think that you helped. I'm sure, you know, it was doing fine or whatever shit. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But I really feel like, at least, you know, amongst the scene here, you like you you breathed new life into that place, and it almost like gave it like another like a 2.0. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I mean, to give Amanda credit, it, I mean, so much of that 
was her inspo. You know, she kind of saw that. And, and I, I can just sum it up like this. It's a dream job. And I get to basically go to band camp, <laughs> you know, yeah. and post up with people that I, I would never really get to spend more than like a bar conversation with, you know, and uh, people I admire from, you know, around the triangle. And and all of a sudden we get to spend a week together, like making music. And um, it, it's I, I it's just so cool. I, I really I've got so many like favorite moments, you know, and, uh, I don't take it for granted because it's, it's hard to get out there. It's, you know, especially in these times, it's like being able to afford to go make a record. is not an easy, um, thing to do. So do you miss making, do you miss making music? And I don't even mean like playing with a band like birds Avalon, but I mean like really doing like your own thing, which you did sort of briefly if you look at yeah. your whole your whole arc your storyline um you know yeah. the the sort of missy's band thing was 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 brief um do you miss that do you what how do you feel about yeah. that yeah i do and i don't i mean i i've always enjoyed being a side a side woman more than a front man or front woman. You know what I mean? Uh, um, I do. As a person who's it, perpetually in the front, <laughs> I actually. I said that and I was like, wait, you absolutely know exactly what I mean. I dream <laughs> of being a side, a side woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I want to be involved, but like not have to carry the whole fucking weight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little. I feel like a little more freeing, but I do I do miss it, and I I've been wanting to write. I, you know, I've been seeing some little songwriting clubs and this and that. People are you know people are posting like, you know, clips of them like being creative and working on material, and um you know uh, uh my husband here uh, David every you know he's like he's so committed to his art and working at night. He's like working on his songs and song craft and, and I'm kind of just like tired, <laughs> Cause I, you know, I, you know, uh, even though we have shared responsibilities, I really try to give him a lot of space to do his art and, um, take care of, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of just right now I'm raising a baby. So I don't, I don't, uh, the energy that I, I have for creating art is like, it's just so low, but I hear it comes back. Uh, yeah, you know, it comes and goes. I mean, uh, for, for me, like, I feel like my music career is pretty much done. I feel that sometimes too. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm doing right now. You know, I asked one of my more recent guests, I was like, do you think podcasts are where rappers go to die? Um, <laughs> oh, no. but, uh, you know, I can still rap with the best of them. I'll still write a song, but like the days of me, like sitting in the studio, like grinding, like trying to come up with new material and like plotting and scheming on shows and whatnot. Like, I just can't, I just can't, you know, I just don't yeah. have that in me. If somebody asked me, like, I'm at the point now where like, if somebody asked me to play, like I might actually turn it down, which I've never done wow. ever in my life. But you know, I want to be good at this, I guess. I feel like I have like a world here and um, I don't know. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, yeah, you might not yeah, be performing, but you're, you know, you're kind of like making, you're you're like in the in the background making the shit and your role is yeah. like very important. And, you know, I'm still churning out content. I mean, I don't ever, I never put out a song a week. 
you know, I can, I don't put out, I never put out a three minute, even a three minute song a week, except perhaps in the MySpace days, but I can do a mm -hmm. 40 minute podcast once a week and get just about as many, uh, just about as many <laughs> listens to it as a fucking track I post on fucking SoundCloud now. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Um, you know, I'm still creating, I'm still making, I'm still talking to a lot of musicians and music is still a very important part of, of what I do. But, um, enough yeah. about, enough about me. I hear you banging on those Fine. beans, those beans and rice. How are they looking? Or is it uh, just you, the beans? I you guess. Can hear it. Right. Well, I can hear everything. I can hear, <laughs> I can hear your, your, your toes squeaking in your shoes. You know what I mean? I can hear your, yeah. your soul farting. Well, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, another poop, another poop reference. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, as someone who does a lot of edit work, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. It's so miserable though. That part is miserable. Um, the amount of editing yeah. that goes into this is just pain. Sometimes I literally feel like I'm I going know. to scream and I have to get up and like walk and I have to like eat something or I have to like kiss this, my cat or like this, punch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I really, I kind of get off on it. I mean, like some of the best vocal talent I've worked with, I've had to do like a crazy amount of edit work because they're just so good that you, you have to make it like just that much better. You know, I, I don't sure. know how to describe it. I and, mean, usually for um, me, the quality of the audio I have is shitty and I'm doing what I can to make it not sound shitty. But <laughs> well, just with all this remote, edit, with all this fucking you know, remote shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but I just, you know, as somebody who, who really has done some, you know, I, I'll, I'll do, I've, I'm not a stranger to an eight hour, um, vocal edit day. Wow. All, just like, just know, vocals eight for eight hours. hours. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of engineers out there could probably, uh, you know, join, join the club. So are you, you know, with podcasters? Are you, as far as like how miserable are <laughs> our lives are I kind of it's satisfying to me I, I enjoy it it's like picking a pimple right oh God, I don't I, I, that doesn't sound really no I like that you I like know. that that's perfect so like I mean like in your job like how do you like okay I bet a band like does a take and then they they look at you they're like what do you think you know oh yeah and oh. obviously as a producer like yeah. you have to be like yo, that was the one or like, uh, actually, you know, fucking Matt was a little lazy on that one. Like, <laughs> I, I think you should do it again. Have you ever gotten into a fight with a band where they were like, that was the one. And you were like, look guys, I'm gonna have to be honest with you. That, that wasn't the one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's that I like? Say, well, I wouldn't say it was a fight, but I've definitely, um, broken some hearts over that. I mean, you know, it's hard. I've I've been on the other side of the glass in that studio. I know what it's like. And um, so I, I, I try to be careful and thoughtful and um, really see it from their side. And sometimes what I do, and I, I recommend a lot of people do this and maybe they already do, is I just have them come in and listen to it themselves. Because sometimes they think it's the one and then they come in and listen and I don't have to be the bad guy. <laughs> and they can they can you know or they come i you know i've been wrong i'm wrong you know uh half the time and they come in and they listen to it and they're like this is amazing and then i have to check myself and think about like okay well what is it do they like about it and then sort of rearrange how i how i judge their performances or you know because we're all coming in from a different point of view and like, um, it's a learning experience every time, 
Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, well, I'll find myself questioning things that I say, like, yo, it's got to be like this. And then the person's like, fuck you. And then I'm like, all right, fine. It's going to suck. And then they do it their way. And I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, yeah, that wasn't. Yes. That, that wasn't so yes. bad. <laughs> yes. Or like a client who's like, oh, you know, can you just like turn that one little thing down to half a DB? And I'm like, nobody's ever going to notice this. But you know what? If you do enough of those, a friend and I were just talking about this. It kind of actually adds up. And, you know, sometimes it just sounds better. And like, you know, it's like, okay. What about the clients who you give them advice and like, we'll say for this scenario, like the advice you're giving them is definitely the right advice. You know, it's definitely going right. to improve the situation, but they just like, they're just not, they're just like, mm, yeah, okay. Then they just don't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, just to be perfectly candid, we, uh, it's just like, we, we either just leave it sort of not, we leave it at not the best it could be. And we just work with that or we like we spend a lot of time behind the scenes editing it without talking about it just to get it. So, you know, you just you want it to sound good. You want them to feel good. And sometimes you just got to, you know, turn around and take care of it really quick and then bring it back and be like, hey, look at this great work, you know, and it's a collaboration. I don't do that. Does That's only happened to me very that's very few times that I've actually had to do that. But sometimes you just need to be discreet and professional and like just, you know, <laughs> what about, take care of it. What about uh, as a woman, do you feel, have people ever been like, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. Get me, get me someone who knows the fucking blah, blah, <laughs> or whatever. You know, has uh, anybody ever, I mean, I, I feel like the majority yeah. of the people you're working with are probably like I'm, pretty cool, cool. But what about like yeah. some old school, like cats that are like, don't believe that women have chops. Here's the deal. If they hired me to work at the studio, they're cool with women. I got being, you. Okay. Uh, so, so it's not like they yeah, show up and you're so like, hi, I'm happen. Missy. I'm your, I'll be fucking working with you today. Like they already know what they're getting into ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had people like step over my shoulder and try and touch the console and stuff, Ooh. but I, I can, you know, and I think they probably do it because I create a comfortable atmosphere. And I, so I think like it, I think sometimes we'll, it might be because I'm a woman, but it might be because I create a comfortable atmosphere. But I have had to be like, uh, yeah, no, hands off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, my God. I would, I would know, be so, you know. ooh, I'd be like, uh, no, uh, yeah, hey, man, you can't, yo, yo, there, yo, I, yo. <laughs> there's, no, there's no rule, though. And I mean, sometimes I, I encourage it. It just depends on the situation. Of but course, I, of I course. think I do think in a few situations, though, there have been people who have maybe like, eh, maybe they've. Uh, maybe try taking advantage of, of my personal space to get to the controls. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, people, people that come to work with me are, are really awesome. And, uh, and then, like I said, they come to work with me. They're, they're already not thinking like, I, I don't, you know, I don't have, I had a few, a, let's see, a few clients that I was, you know, I was assisting on this session and maybe they, Maybe it was just like, oh, she's the girl. And you know what? Fuck that. You know, I don't, I'm in very, <laughs> I'm in very few of those situations. I work with really, you know, I, I'm really fortunate. I've just worked with a lot of great people. So, you know, it's funny that we really talk very rarely because there was a period in time when you were, I considered you one of my best friends in the world. 
and you you even lived with me for a month. Uh, yeah, I think not, about that. Non-romantically. Uh, you know what I think about all the time? I don't know why this is my number one memory of us living together out of a whole month. My number one memory is I had used some Just For Men uh, beard dye on my mustache <laughs> and I had wiped some of the um, some of the dye out with toilet paper uh I wiped it out of the dish and th threw it in the trash can and I guess in the bathroom and I guess it was kind of facing up because you like <laughs> called me in the bathroom and you were like, dude, dude, you thought I, I was fucking throwing poo-poo paper in the fucking, just tossing it in the willy-nilly in the trash can. And um, that's my that's my my main memory of, of our time together. <laughs> you know, when I think back about your apartment, I, I can hardly remember the details of every room in the house except the bathroom so it's so funny that your memory is the bathroom i don't know what it is about the bathroom i just remember that like in the shower head like i just wish it was a little like a little bit better like, oh yeah i mean i yeah the, the, the I shower the, neighbors the shower there. was not great um no. the walls were thin you could definitely yeah, be so sitting on the toilet and know that the neighbor was sitting on the toilet as well and you guys were basically like back to back with like a thin layer of wall between you. I had a uh, pink tile. I had like wood grain yeah. and pink tile. And yeah. then I had that kind of cool, like it wasn't like a medicine cabinet, but it was like shelves. I had like these white shelves. And I, I love and, the shelves and with I had, your, the products. Yes, I had white. genericized everything. So there was nothing was so but just great. white containers uh, spray bottles or whatever. Everything was just yeah. white and labelless, and I had really. It was like an art installation. <laughs> yes, I had really, I had really curated my bathroom at that time. I remember I would only buy products that came in white packages with stickers that I could peel off. Like, <laughs> that but was I, my I thing. thought that was fantastic. I, I was just like, I was like, that, you know, the bathroom, but you know, the shower head. Fuck the shower head. <laughs> Yo, do you still have? Do you still have that? Things. Um, that half a mirror that I gave you. No. Where is it? Is it gone? Is it broken? I don't know. I oh, think I Lord. might have sold it in a yard sale. If you sold that shit, man, the friendship is over, dog. You should have just been like, yo, do you want this fucking heavy ass mirror back? You can't sell that. I don't know. I don't even, I have no idea. Friendship, I friendship's don't even over. Know. Friendship's over. This conversation is no. done. <laughs> <laughs> shit is done. Looks like I owe John a mirror. Yeah, you owe me a mirror because, dude, I am rocking the other half of that shit up you. on my wall. It looks fucking amazing, but it would look even better. I've if it got had the, one for you. I've got one half. for you. I don't. Even, I don't just want a mirror. I want that no, mirror. No, I don't want no, a random. I don't want your random mirror. This is an amazing mirror. mirror. No, no, dude, this one's insane. It's so dope. Um, it's got a little crack on it, so it's kind of holds up to the same vibe. Okay. But it's okay. so dope. If new on eBay, it's seven hundred dollars oh, without the crack. Oh, oh without the crack. So what? I just get this mirror now. You don't. You don't need it. You're done with it. Well, I mean, it's in the baby's room, but I'd give it to you because I. I mean, I think that's that's probably the right thing to do. Okay. It's sick. It's so sick. All right, send well, me. Uh, send send, yeah, you I'm, know what? Send me a picture of it, and I'll put that in the. I'll put that on on Instagram with all the other the all the, all the other okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I gotta send. I've gotta send this to you. So it's it's dope. I owe you a mirror. Missy, it was so good. It was so good talking to you. Um, you're the best. Always a pleasure talking with you. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, look forward to the next time. Likewise. All right. I'll talk to you later. Ciao.